now listening to the Seventh Rounders. To the quarter century episode of the Seventh Rounders. That's number 25 for those who were confused. Um, today we are brought to you by Roast Beef. Uh, mainly the food. I guess there's some other uses uh, or sayings of roast beef, but we'll stick with the food. Um, it's a great hearty meal. Roast beef. Just love to say it. a little roast beef sandwich. Um, as always, we're on Twitter, IG, so hit us up. Also follow the uh, Seventh Round Media page uh, for more Info on uh, NBA free agency, NHL free agency, and really everything that's going on in the world of sports. And then, you know, listen to us. Just listen to us and listen to The Classroom on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. There are links all over the place for those. Um, we got a lot to talk about today. We got a packed show. You know, we've got, we've got 16 questions back for episode three. Technically episode two because I just made an absolute mess of the first one we got nba free agency we've got nhl free agency we got a little baseball talk and um it's gonna keep us busy for about an hour so uh saddle up get ready to listen people get get excited we're gonna have a special guest come on later in the show i won't disclose the name or anything else yet but just get ready for a special guest coming up uh in the latter half of this episode also i wanted to make note and say something chad you sound you sound strong tonight the voice the words are flowing out of your mouth in such a way so far you just sound sharp you sound like you've been preparing for this it's like one of those like you're at a, a a family gathering or grad party where there's people there you don't know and you have to you have to make conversations with people a you don't know b you don't want to talk to and see you have nothing in common to talk about. So it's just like rambling. So they'll ask you about like, I don't know, like what's new in the medical field and you'll just make stuff up on the fly, but you're yeah. really good yeah. at it. You're, you sound like you know what you're talking about. That's where I'm at right now, except I know what I'm talking about. Cause I'm always right. Okay. All right. So, well I can, you know, okay, that's good. Um, love to hear that. Connor, how you feeling? It's been a busy, uh, busy last few hours spending the last few days dude i'll tell you i'll I'll tell you what like i thought i was prepared for nba free agency and uh what was what it was gonna entail and last night just absolutely shell shocked me i i i was like overwhelmed almost i i turned on notifications for essentially every major nba uh, Twitter personality, and I tell you what, 6 p.m. rolled around, and I was just getting notification after notification after notification. Um, so we have a ton to talk about there. Um, you know, there was 48 free agents yesterday alone who signed contracts, um, which were well worth over $3 billion in total. Historically, this might have been the biggest single day of free agency in NBA history, so I'm excited. Um, to get into that in a little bit. We also had NHL free agency kicking off today, so ton to talk about. I'm excited. You know, and- I, I'm real fired up because I just thought of a meme idea uh, involving you and your lack of preparation for NBA free agency. So I'm going to put this together here in the next five minutes and then tweet it out. The people will see it tonight, and they'll be like, what is this for? But and then it'll they'll be- listen tomorrow. And now yeah. they're going to be listening now, and they'll be like, wow. That was from Phenomenal. Boston, right? 
Yeah. Yep. It'll be like phenomenal. I'm just like everyone's gonna be time traveling a little bit, you know. So we're gonna get everyone. We're gonna put them in that nice, you know, steel uh, container. They're gonna teleport back in time to when we're, the meme was created, which is actually listening. But they really went into the future because they already saw the meme. So they we're saw basically putting yeah. them into Avengers Endgame and just like running, let them run with it. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yes. Um, like a boomerang. Yes. Before we start on uh, NBA free agency, uh, a bit uh, devastating news we just wanted to let everyone at home know about. I'm sure by uh, the time you're listening to this, you will hear. But as of about 20, 25 minutes ago, it was announced um, Angels pitcher and 27-year-old kid, really, uh, Tyler Skaggs, was found dead in his hotel room in Texas. Uh, tonight's Angels Rangers game has been canceled. Uh, there has not been any other news as to what happened. So I, we're waiting for that information, but just devastating mo- news uh, in the sports world and thoughts and prayers out from everyone uh, with seventh round media. And we're thinking about the Skaggs family and the Angels organization. So just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, you know, I. That's that's got to be the the third or fourth you know young kid dying in the MLB over the past few years here. Um, really sad. Um, and I know there's not a whole lot of information out about it yet. Um, I know it was reported that I don't know if the team or someone else found his body this morning. Um, so you know you hate to uh, to assume things, but let's just hope that you know it wasn't a case of him taking his own life and was instead something natural. Um, but we'll obviously keep you guys updated as we, we figure out more information on that situation. We'll be monitoring it live throughout the show. So if we find anything else out, we'll let you know. So let's, let's get happy again. Um, cause I'm, I'm in a good mood today. Uh, that really hit me hard, but we've got some shit to talk about boys. We got players just like, duh, you go there, you go there. Like. I don't even know. I, yesterday gave me a concussion. I was Shavisnikov live on Twitter. Watching Connor just push out these tweets gave me a concussion as well. I'm like, how is he doing this so quickly? Um, John's not paying attention again. Classic I'm John. I'm paying attention. I'm locked in. I told you I was whipping this meme up. I'm tweeting it oh, as yeah. we speak. So I'm concussed uh, from free agency. But let's start with this. Everyone give their biggest surprise of day one of NBA free agency. Oh man. Um, that D'Angelo Russell move to golden state did not see it coming whatsoever. Um, I mean, you know, you think golden state is, is in a hole letting Durant walk and right away they get another all-star to replace him. I love how Russell can potentially fit with Steph Curry because I think Curry can kind of play off the ball a little bit. So I think they're reloaded. I didn't even I did not see that that move coming at all. And look for them to be a uh, another contender out in the West. West has gotten the top teams got a lot better in the West, and then there's some teams in the East that are are going to be surprising next year. So I'll, I'll wait until we get into that though. That was uh, the Russell was probably one of the biggest surprises for me, but I'll go a different route since you already hit on it. And this wasn't a good surprise. This was possibly one of the most boneheaded signings I've seen in my time. What the hell is Philly doing? 
Al Horford. Oh, that was four, a great move. Four years, hundred plus million to be a yeah. what a backup center. The hell are they doing? No, nah, he's going to start at the four. That's one of my favorite moves of the entire free agency. Oh my god, that's, that's a icky. great that's move. That's actually I, icky. I, I think that's that makes them. A, I think that makes them a clear cut title contender no. next year. Horford he, averaged yeah. like twelve a game. He's he, useless. He's arguably the best perimeter. Uh, defender that's a big in the league today. He's incredible at switching pick and rolls, ex- extremely long as a defender. Um, and I don't know if you saw this, but the Sixers starting lineup now, if uh, Josh Richardson starts, it would be Josh Richardson, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, Al Horford, and Joel Embiid. I don't believe they have a single player under six foot six in that starting lineup, so that can be scary. They, uh, they are very good. I agree with you completely. I think I have been on record saying Al Horford's the most exciting player in the league to watch. So I think that's a great <laughs> signing for the Sixers. Um, that starting five is fantastic. People are always, they're already saying like the Sixers might be the favorite or they might be uh, at least to win the East. Dude. Yeah. It's a great signing, Chad. Oh my God, dude. I don't know about that. They literally, okay. So Horford, like for a big man can shoot some threes, not saying he's great at it. Who do they have in Tobias Harris's, a good three-point shooter. I don't know anything about Josh Richardson. They have a bunch of schmoes in there, like Ben Simmons will throw up a brick from the free-throw line. They're just awful. They should have re-signed J.J. Redick, saved 100-plus million. Horford's not worth that, and he's 30-plus years old. I will he's declining say, every year. I will say getting rid of uh, or letting J.J. Redick walk is going to end up hurting them. Uh, I don't I really mind them moving on from Jimmy Butler. Um, especially since they were able to get Horford. But honestly, as of right now, I, I'm the Sixers are my favorite in the East if like the season started tomorrow. So I really like I, what they did, honestly. I'm glad they re-signed. I, from be, before free agency started, I was big on, uh, I think Tobias Harris is a better signing than Jimmy Butler. So I was like, for them, good for them bringing him back. I think that's huge at 26 years old. I think he's... He's going to be there for the long run. So I really like that sign. Chad, go ahead. How many? I'm going to interrupt you because I feel like I should here. Yeah. Because I disagree with your Horford take so aggressively. Um, okay. How many wins do you think the Sixers will have next year? In the East? Um, how many did they have this year? Does anyone know? I believe they had 55, uh, somewhere around there. I'd put let them me, in the. Let me double check. I'll put them in the 53 to 56 range, right around the same as this year. So pick a number. 53. You think they win 53? Yes. They, they, they were 51 and 31 last year. Finished yeah, third 53. in the Eastern Conference. 53, Chad? Yes. So they're a better team than you they want, were last year is what you, you just wait, said. Wait, you, you want to bet on it? No, they, I don't think the East is, is good. Um, Sure. All right. How much? <laughs> I'll take the over. I'm taking over 53. Okay. Um, fact, yeah, yeah. I'm taking over 53. Well, why don't you, why, well, no, 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 no. Why don't you pick a number? Instead of me going out there and throwing a random number down and then you taking me over under, why don't you take a number? 53 feels fair. They had 51 this year. You think they're so much worse now. You think they're terrible. Pick a number. Like a how, number. How, no, pick a number. 53. Then No, that's not how this works. I say they win 53 <laughs> games. You clearly think they're going to win more, so you pick a number. Uh, you, yeah, two schmucks, you two schmucks can Connor, figure this out at a later Connor, date. You two how? schmucks can figure this out at a later date. I'm over it. Okay. So we're, we're moving along here. <laughs> um, other than the 76ers, 
Um, another team I really liked what they did. Obviously, uh, we gotta talk about we gotta talk about the Nets. Um, our, I shouldn't say really like what they did. Made some big news yesterday. Is is the Brooklyn Nets? Um, if you live under a rock um, and missed this somehow, shame on you. They signed uh, Kevin Durant for a four year, hundred sixty four million dollar deal. And Kyrie Irving, four-year, $141 million deal. I also believe they're expected to sign uh, DeAndre Jordan, although I don't think that contract's been finalized yet. Yeah, four years, $40 million. It hasn't four been years. finalized, but that's what it will be. Okay. Kyrie and Durant both t- took less than a max in order to get that uh, Jordan contract fin- er, in place. Yeah, so I had a couple initial thoughts. Uh, number one, I, I've been predicting that Kyrie was going to go to the Nets since – pretty much free agency started. I mean, he, he clearly wanted to go play near New Jersey. KD, I had no idea what he was going to do. I'm really shocked he uh, he didn't go to the Knicks. And, you know, I'll open the floor to discussions about that as well. Um, but I, I feel for guys like D'Angelo Russell and, you know, some guys like Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert, you know, they're, they looked like they were about to be promising young stars. They still might be, but you know, they're going to get the ball a lot less, so. I'll be interested to see if the Nets are better or worse than um, they would have been this year with Kyrie. I am mean, very mean yeah, yeah with Kyrie now that without D'Angelo, yeah, right. I'm emotionally distraught with KD. I was never a huge fan. Then the NBA Finals when he came back and played hurt and you know re-injured himself, I gained a lot of respect for him. And him signing with Brooklyn is just a to me, it's a move of he doesn't care about winning. All he cares about is the money and where he lives. So I lost some respect for him again. He clearly doesn't care about winning by going to Brooklyn. Am I out on some inside joke right now? Must be. I, um, I was just looking at the, the meme John threw up, but that's for people to see later. Okay. Um, I just think KD completely chose location and money over, not even money, chose, chose location over winning. And well, I lost respect I, for him there. How how can you say he chose location over winning? Wouldn't that be going to New York? He's he in New to... York, Brooklyn. Yeah. It's New York. What's wrong listen, with that? Though? Yeah, listen, there is He's absolute, taking the team. Yeah, there is such a, a major difference between playing at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn versus playing at MSG in New Dude, York. It's New I, York City. You want to go back to the area where he's from? They're one in the same. What's he's, wrong with that though? They're not, he doesn't care about I'm winning. You, I'm That's telling what you these right NBA now, fools are all about. Like no one. C- I'm telling you, like, Brooklyn and New York couldn't be more. They're just different things. Dude, so I want you to acknowledge that. Uh, number one, they're he different. wanted to go to New York. Okay. The Brooklyn Nets, when he comes back, are going to be a title contender. There is no. Okay, Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving are nowhere near the same. Like player Kyrie or Steph is way better so if he really cared about winning he would have re-signed with Golden State he's already won there he I'm yeah. telling you I'm he's, telling you he believes he can win with the Nets yeah. there's zero percent cut no no they're, right, they're going to be the maybe favorite he believes the he can win but they back. can't they can't why they have Karis LeVert who's a borderline all-star at shooting guard they have or, Jared I, Allen who I believe might have made an all-star game already at this point in his career. If not, he missed it by a, a slim margin. They have Spencer Dinwiddie, who was in contention for six man of the year last year. I that team is 
loaded right now. And they're getting DeAndre Jordan, who's going to be a great player playing alongside Kyrie Irving. That team will never make it to the NBA Finals. Not going to happen. Chad, do you want to bet? Yeah. I guarantee you. I guarantee In the four-year contract. Guarantee it. Yeah, that's all I need. All right, yep. 20 bucks. The Nets will never make uh, the NBA 100 Finals. 100 okay. bucks will make it while Durant and Kyrie. The four-year right. contracts. 100 bucks. Deal. 100 bucks. Deal. All right. Write it down. Where's our, uh, where's our notary? Where's our statistician? I got you. I got you. I'll, I'll physically write this down. This, I mean, <laughs> this is not going to be cashing through four years unless they win it sooner, which they probably will. Or make it. They don't even have to win it. They just have to make it. Yeah, they just have to make it. It's not going to happen. Durant right, definitely so, went there. He heard all the noise from the outside. You know that he go. They say he go to a seventy-three win team. So it's like easy people discrediting his championships. He just wants to start new, go home. He's definitely going to make them a, a championship contender. He didn't go there to not win. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I I think so. Location. He got Kyrie to come with him. What's wrong with that though? The Nets are a good young team. They made the playoffs this year. Made a little bit of noise. They won a few games as like or the seven seed. Yeah, they I were believe I believe they were the uh, the six, six seven seed. Yeah. I mean, there's not that's they're new. the The Nets are doing a good job, dude. They're putting together a little team. Yeah, I think they're they they've been really, really good oh, this year. Okay, I have a a serious one on the on the Nets. If you're if you're the net or if you guys run the Nets, who would you rather have? Uh, a 23-year-old D'Angelo Russell and Durant or a 28, 29-year-old Kyrie and, and Durant? Who would you rather have, Russell or Kyrie at this point in their careers? So if I have neither Durant or Kyrie, I'll take D'Angelo Russell for the, the potential in the future. But if I have Durant, give me Kyrie Irving 1,000%. You, you have a title window with Kyrie Irving and KD that you don't have with D'Angelo Russell. Kyrie's gonna, in, Kyrie's exponentially better than Russell still at this point in his career. I don't think so, honestly. I'm a big Russell guy, though. I think it's close. Kyrie may still be better, but two, three years from now, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you, you can win with either of them, though. I I don't so, know about that. Kyrie goes to Kyrie didn't. Okay, Kyrie won a title with Braun, but outside of that, they didn't clearly didn't get along. Two superstars. Kyrie goes to Boston with four other great players on the court and can't make it work, and now he goes and plays with the best player in the world. I'm very it, skeptical the, of that. The one. Boston situation very different than playing with Braun or playing with KD. It's because he knows. Yeah, Boston, Boston was Al Horford, who was he's an all star, but he's not a huge personality like KD or LeBron. And then he basically was playing with rookies his two seasons there, so very different. I think he can do it, no problem. He's, and just, it, he, he's just a very good second fiddle player. A very good number two in the in the rotation. Not the main guy, as you see with Boston. That's why he won it with the uh, with Cavs. He's going to fit in well. They're yeah, be we'll, good. we'll see if he's finally accepted that. Because I've been saying for the longest time that Kyrie is a career number two. And that's not a, a, a slight, because he's still probably a top... I'd argue he's a top 20... 25 I mean, that's just that's He's just a top an ideal guy. He's a top yeah. 20 that's, guy. That's just an ideal role for him. Like Lou Williams is a six man. That's just his role. Right. Exactly. Where he thrives. Yeah. And maximize the potential of the team. Sean Marks is the GM for the Nets. Came over from the Spurs. He's been excellent. Just want to make note of that. Putting together a powerhouse potential 
potential powerhouse team really quick. He's only been there since like 2016. So yeah. Now I want to move into the uh, the Nets versus Knicks um, comparison. Obviously, um, I saw a a stat today. I forgot who posted it, but um, sent in the last 10 years or last 10 or 20 years, 20 years I believe. The uh, the Nets have made the playoffs 10 times to the Knicks five, I believe, and they've made the finals twice, the Knicks zero. I mean, that's unfathomable as a, a Knicks fan that you're letting the Brooklyn Wait. Nets have. Quick interjection before we, we do this debate. The Warriors just announced they are retiring the number 35. <laughs> oh, yeah, they announced that about an hour ago. Um, After Joe, yeah, three, Joe three seasons. He played there for three seasons, and they're retiring his number. Yeah, but th- that's a classic situation where they're just trying to save face. They're like, we really screwed up and let him play and, and just blow up his leg. We're going to retire his yeah. number, so it kind of looks like we cared about him. Yeah, I guess that's true. Anyway, go back to the Knicks Nets. I just thought that was interesting. Well, I was just saying it's it's pretty unfathomable that as a Knicks fan, the Nets have had 20 seasons in a row better than you. That's sad. I'd be, I don't understand how James Dolan, the Knicks owner, doesn't comprehend that he's like very shitty at what he does. And that nobody likes him. Like, you would think he would be like, all right, maybe I should sell the team and, like, move on. It's been a lot, a long time. And he's been terrible. Dude, and it's every year they, they just spew this bullshit to fans that, like, clearing cap space, going after superstars. They haven't had anyone relevant since Mello. Correct me if, uh, I mean, they may have. But, like, no one wants to play for the Knicks. It's and they have two open max slots every year, dude. It's because like, yeah, it's no one wants to play for Dolan, dude. And 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 that's the thing. Now they have people like ah, oh, Knicks have two open max spots. Twenty twenty one. Why would twenty twenty one be any different than twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen, twenty like? Well, twenty twenty one. It looks like for the first time in a while that the Knicks do have somewhat of a promising young core. Outside with, of R. J. Barrett and I guess Dennis Smith Jr. I mean, they have, they have Kevin Knox, who played well when he was healthy last year. He's all right. And they have, they have Mitchell Mitch Robinson, Robert. who I believe was a all-NBA second-team rookie. I'm just saying, they're, they're, the Knicks teams usually look like this. They usually have one high-drafted rookie. They have about seven overpaid role players. And then their star is like Tim Hardaway Jr. making 20 mil a year. So the, this Knicks roster, compared to like most of the Knicks rosters in the past, I really don't hate. And I think R.J. Barrett is going to be a legit superstar. So I agree. I love Barrett. So let's go through to uh, keep going with NBA, and we'll hit on other teams. Let's, um, if everyone has a, a list of all the free agent destinations, let's give two players or two signings that we like the most to start. All right? If you guys need a second, I, I can go ahead and start us off. Or Connor, if you're ready. Yeah, go ahead, Chad. Um, were you going to say something? No. Okay. So the first one, I love the Jazz uh, grabbing Bojan Bogdanovic. Um, four years, $73 million. I think that's good value. Bogdanovic has, was great with uh, Indiana the last couple of years. He's a guy that can go out and drop 25, 30 any night, and he's good. I guess knowing his role, he knew what he had to do when Oladipo was on the court. He knew what he needed to do when he was off the court. 
I think you have him with Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and some of those other guys. I think that team could be a a top five. They were a top five or a top five seed in the West um, this year. And then the other one I liked was where is it? Um, I liked it honestly. Giving my Kings a little shout out. The Trevor Ariza signing two years, twenty five million. I think that's a guy that's been around the block. Um, has been, you know, deep on in playoff runs, and he's a great guy to have off the bench with a young Kings team. So I, I think that's a win-win there. And if the Kings aren't in contention, that's a guy you can go and trade at the deadline for a maybe a late first-round pick. Yeah, I was actually um, looking at the the Trevor Reza signing for the Kings. I think that's excellent, um, especially considering you also got Harrison Barnes back. You don't have to start Ariza. You know, he can play more of a, a three and D role. When you need them. Um, my personal favorite signing of yesterday, um, where is it here, was um, it actually happened today and was technically a sign in trade or maybe even a straight up trade. Um, I'm not sure on the, the exact details, but Hassan Whiteside going to the Blazers um, paired with them signing Lillard to a Supermax. That team is going to be an absolute problem. In the West next year, they have Lillard coming back, McCollum, re-signed Rodney Hood. Um, they also acquired Kent Bazemore. Um, they have Hassan Whiteside as well. So I love that team. Uh, Lillard's a monster in the playoffs, especially. And then uh, a second signing I really loved was JJ Redick to New Orleans. Um, it's pretty clear that um, the Pelicans think they can win now, or else you're not dropping thirteen million dollars a year on a you know an older shooting guard especially like reddick who's very specialized so that team's gonna be fun to watch uh nba is gonna be really sweet next year honestly looking at all these picks or all these free agents so my uh my two favorite signings i guess they're both re-signings but i think they're about as impactful as anything that happened was so lillard you already touched on briefly lillard getting four years 196 million dollar max contract Lock down your star. He, he's loyal. He said he wants to be there. He doesn't want to go anywhere else. He's like the number one advocate lately for just the opposite of being a super team. He doesn't want anything to do with that. So Blazers are nice. Blazers They're are nice. Be, Blazers are one of the teams that I think will be up in the West next few years, next several seasons, competing for a title to get to the finals. Um, the other one will be the other team I like a lot. Young core, good group of players, the Nuggets. Resigned yeah. Jamal Murray, five years, 170 mil lockdown. Uh, Jokic and Murray, two, two. They're going to be bona fide all stars. Two very good players. Uh, so the Nuggets and Blazers just staying in house, locking their guys up. They're going to be two very good teams over the next few years. One signing I, I look at and I, I kind of make makes me want to throw up. I don't know <laughs> what the hell this is. The Suns gave Ricky Rubio three years, 51 million. Is he worth that? I'll tell you what, Rubio's a way better defender than people think. Um, and if you, all you need is, you just need a guy who um, can get Devin Booker the ball because he gets unlimited buckets. Yeah. So, but I don't know if he's worth $53 million. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot of Ricky money. Rubio. Didn't he leave the NBA and then come back again? Or am I thinking of someone else? Am I thinking someone of like, else? Andrew Boga is who I'm thinking of. Um, 
Then another one, quick shout out. I'm surprised neither of you mentioned it. Thomas Bryant, Rochester boy, got three year, twenty five million from the Wizards. I believe that's an extension, yeah. but he got paid, so that's nice to see. Um, no, and then the Hornets. He was a uh, tech, he was like a he was an unrestricted free agent, I believe. Oh, actually, well, he got yeah. paid. Stay yeah, in he Washington. Got paid. But, Good for him. Good for Rochester. With twenty five million, you could literally just buy the whole city of Rochester. <laughs> he could. <laughs> he could. Buy Rochester. Dude, for like 500K, you could buy Syracuse and deal with that mess. <laughs> Might need to talk to him about it. You'd have to spend like $5 million on like a new plowing system. It's a new city, dude. Just build a whole new city on it. Just flatten Syracuse's campus. No steps. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. And then the last team, since they're the local team, the Charlotte Hornets might, might sell six tickets total this year. They oh, just man. gave Terry Rozier three years, $58 million. That's quite a lot. For Terry like Rozier, I feel like. I like Rozier, though. I don't, that might be, that is a lot, but I like him as a player. I mean, he's pretty much their best player immediately. And that's just not what you want. Um, they're paying, I know Marvin Williams, I think, is getting like 15 mil this year. <laughs> Biombo's getting like 18. Nicholas Batum's getting like 28. It's just a lot of bad contracts. Nicholas Michael Batum, it might be the worst contract in. In the NBA, NBA, I think it is. People are really starting to murmur about MJ in Charlotte. So I'm yeah. just that that's that's like what I'm hearing. You know, people are not happy. People did like the PJ Washington draft pick either for some reason. Uh that one got a lot of flack. This is just the local rumblings. John, can I put you on the record? You you want Michael Jordan gone. <laughs> can I put you on the record? Uh I wouldn't say that. I you just would. don't know if I just don't know if, if what he's doing really is uh He's he's just running around in circles, dude. He's he's playing the jump rope. He's doing a jump rope right now. That's all he's doing. Yeah. Nothing um, else. I I honestly don't hate the Rozier signing. He's a I mean he's worth a lot oh, of money. Oh, I, I I don't hate the signing. I just think like they haven't done anything. Yeah, they haven't done Their anything. Their contract in situations a while. are really bad. Like fuck, they're in they, trouble. But two between for... Marvin Williams and then the Cody Zeller starting, he shouldn't be starting on an NBA team. John, I don't like saying this, but could they be the most irrelevant team in the NBA? They might be. They're really fighting for that designation. I like, I don't even know who else would possibly be considered there. The Suns are bad, but at least they got Booker. True. Like, who yeah. else is that bad? Um, another signing that I wasn't a fan of, going back to my Kings, uh, Connor hit on it. I didn't love the Harrison Barnes signing. Uh, he's a good defender, but four years, eighty-eight million, I think, is way too much for a guy that is really going to be the third scoring option on the Kings this year. And is, I mean, he's making this money because he won a title with the Warriors. He really, he doesn't yeah. do anything. He doesn't get the the girdle wet. He, he's he's like a you know, if it's a three-year, forty million dollar type thing, you know, I I could be down with it. But four years, eighty-eight million. Yikes! Yeah, some uh, some other notable free agent signings we had. Um, we had Chris Middleton re-signing with the Bucks for five years, hundred seventy-eight million dollars. They brought they brought just about everyone and, back. Yep. They, uh, they brought added, added the other back Lopez. as well. Yeah, wild. Um, we had Kemba Walker obviously signing in Boston for four yeah. What do you think of that? Forty-one mil. Um, essentially, I think Kemba does a similar thing as Kyrie, not as talented, but probably a better presence in the locker room so he's a score um, first type of guy i'm surprised they went that route well, because that, him and Kyrie play the same game Kyrie's just a little bit better 
that's why I didn't I didn't quite understand it. I I know Kyrie's kind of a head case, but is that really what you want with with the young wings they've got? Do you really want a a, a ball dominant like score first point guard? That's why I, a guy like Rubio could have been great in Boston. You know, what surprised me is um, that um, relationship with Rozier must have been beyond repair because I honestly would have preferred them to just bring back Rozier and let that young core grow um, yeah. rather than bring in Kemba Walker. But it, it seemed pretty clear that uh, Terry really was uh, he wanted out of there. So that's tough. Um, another signing um, that was pretty big was Julius Randle signed with the Knicks three years, 65. I personally the love Knicks, his game. The, the Knicks got their man. They got their man as Julius yeah. Randle. Yeah, oh. I, I can't. I don't know why they went out and then proceeded to sign Taj Gibson and Bobby Portis, two other power forwards. But I guess you got to fill a roster somehow, right? Poor fuck, poor fucking Knicks, man. They're terrible. Yeah. Um, uh, other than that, um, there wasn't too many. Oh, and I, then uh, Malcolm Brogdon went to the uh, the Pacers for four years, eighty-five mil. Uh, Chris Stapps, Porzingis to the Mavs, five years, one hundred fifty-eight, and then Vucevic. Vucevic re-signing with Orlando for, I believe it was four years, a hundred mil, and then, that surprised me a little bit. They're kind of cheapskates, so I thought I thought Vucevic would go somewhere else, but they're another... building a, they're building a decent young team. Down I want to say too. this: the Pacers got a cute little backcourt of uh, Oladipo, Jeremy Lamb, and Malcolm Brogdon now. That's yeah. that's not bad at all. Miles Turner at center. They're a couple pieces away. They they're have, gonna fly they have under some the radar. Yeah. Sabonis. They're going to fly under the radar this year, and they're going to be very difficult in the East. You're not going to want to play them as long as they're all healthy. They don't have a ton of depth after that, but that's a good little young starting lineup they can build around. They still have like Thaddeus Young? No, Thaddeus no, he just actually signed, signed with uh, he signed with Chicago three years, 41 mil. Okay. Um, the last thing I wanted to touch on um, on NBA free agents before, I just want to talk about a little bit more of the, the teams as a whole. Um, is <laughs> What the hell is uh, Nikola Mirotic doing? <laughs> Signing with Barcelona in the EuroLeague. I know he got, I think he got four years, 76 mil, if I remember correctly. But this man was about to get 15 to 10 to 15 mil a year from an NBA team. And he's good. And he's very good. What are you doing? I mean, he's he was homesick. He was homesick. God. He could go there and then come back. I mean, we've seen it happen before with Andrew Bogut, Ilya Kovalchuk, you know, those guys type players. Dude, they're good teams that really could have used him. Well, I think that's a big loss. That's that's a guy yeah. that doesn't want to win basketball games. No. He, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Maybe he's involved in something over there just like, I don't I know. I think he is. Is he Spanish, Serbian? What's his nationality? I think, I think he is Spanish. Know. Oh, okay. Let me see. Don't quote Here me. I'm obviously a disaster with nationalities. No. Um, yeah, he's a Montenegrin Spanish professional. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He's, he's Montenegrin. I, Montenegro. I Montenegro. You know what? It's a quality background, good player. You know, we'll, we'll probably see. I say we'll see him within three years back in the NBA. Maybe less. I don't hate that prediction, honestly. Anyway. Um, so I, la- last thing I think we, we got, Connor, I don't know, it could be the same. Where do we think Kawhi's going to end up? He's, he's really the last big domino left. Ah, man. So, you know, I'm really leaning towards him going to the Clippers. Um, 
I, I, but I personally would love to see him re-sign in Toronto. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that they'll be the ones to get lucky enough to get him back. Especially, I saw Woj reported that Toronto is um, the ones that will get the last meeting with him. So hopefully that works out. Um, we'll see, though. I think he'll probably end up in, in L.A., though, playing for the Clippers, not the Lakers. I literally yeah. have no idea what he's going to do. He's like the biggest, like, just... He's so weird. Like, I, you could wind up with, like, Charlotte at this point. I have no idea. Well, say a team, just throw one out there right uh, off the tip of your... Yeah, Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. For the sake of being different, I'll go Raptors. How about that? So one of us will probably be right or completely wrong. The field will yeah. be right if it's wrong. It's going back to San uh, Antonio. <laughs> and then <laughs> one last crazy. thing, too. Uh, quick prediction. Sound the alarms. Matt Marzula has texted me, said alert the presses. He said the Jazz are going to the Western Conference Finals. He said hold them liable to it if they don't. The Jazz. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I don't people. That. Well, that's a good segue, actually. I wanted to talk about um, after we've seen these initial moves a little bit, who who do we see as the, the top contenders in the West? And then who do we see as um, potential contenders in the East? Well, let's give our top four teams for both the East and the West. Um, John, you start because I got to think about this. All right. Well, screw me then. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say probably, and I hate to do it, mainstream pick, Lakers at one. Um, Are you saying how they'll be seated come playoff times or just best teams? To oh, us? I would much rather say just best teams. Yeah, okay. just best teams. Okay. Um, does that really change the answer, though? Yeah, because I probably... Team to beat? Maybe team to beat? All right, yeah. teams yeah. to beat. The top four teams to beat in the West. So I'm going to keep the Lakers at one. Because I don't necessarily know if they'll be number one in the standings, but they'll be the best team. Um, and then the next two are teams I touched on already, the Blazers and Nuggets. I think they're going to be extremely dangerous teams um, out West. And then it really comes down to just two options for that fourth. It would be the Warriors or the Jazz. Um, I'm not even including the Rockets because I think they're going to be in trouble, honestly. Um, but Warriors or Jazz for the fourth, I'd probably say stick with the Warriors for now. Dude, I mean, that's crazy. The fact that you're the West just got so much better and the Warriors just got um, so much worse that like, they're arguably not think, in the top four, you know? Yeah, I don't know. And that's just being a safe pick because obviously Clay's not playing. They lost or they traded Iguodala. They sent him out. Um, that was crazy. <laughs> they did him dirty. Um, I think yeah. they really did him dirty, but. You got to do watch what you got to do to win. Watch him, watch him sign. He's going to get bought out by Memphis. Watch him sign with the Lakers. I can see I, it happening now. I was I reading about now. that earlier. I could see it happening 100%. as well. That's honestly my only lock the rest of this shit is he with all the Lakers. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll sign them now. Just say they still got Curry. Um, shit. Do they have Draymond? Yeah. Play, but that'll be next year. Looney, maybe. Is he still around? I don't even know he's still at. It's like. He's still around. I, I'm. I also not up to date on what their salary cap situation is now with, that they have Russell. I think mm-hmm. they still might have a little bit of money, um, to get like some veterans that uh, yeah. gets get yeah. to get some veteran uh, mid level players. Um, John, I'll stick them there. Yeah. What um when you're ranking these teams, uh, what assumption are you using for Kawhi? Because I think he like completely Raptors. changes the. 
Oh, you're assuming Raptors? Assuming Raptors. I just said that. So how? Okay. So are you going to assume, like, how are you doing at Powers? Are you assuming Raptors or Clippers? Assume who you want to assume. Yeah, I mean, so I'll just give my top four in the West right now. Um, I think the number one team in the West is actually going to be Denver. I think I... I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to surprise some people. And I think that team is going to be really, really good. Um, number two, I'm going with the Blazers. They're going to be sick as well. And then I'm going to go number three. I'll go with the Lakers just because they literally do not have a roster right now. Like, they, I think they have three active players, if I'm, if I'm incorrect. And they didn't sign anyone yet. So we'll see about that. Um, and then I will go grab my number. Yeah. Number four is tough, but, um, I'm probably going to go with the jazz. I think they're going to be a little bit better than the warriors unless clay comes back at a hundred percent, which will be interesting to see. Uh, is he, he's expected to return this season at some point, correct? Yeah. I think January, February. And I, I'm also going to assume that Kawhi's staying put in Toronto until I hear differently. Okay, well, I'm... Um, but I, I will say, if he was on the Clippers, I would probably po-vault them into the number 14. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm going to assume I think Kawhi is going to the Lakers, so I have the Lakers uh, number one in the West. Two, I still have Golden State. I think Curry's going to go absolute beast mode. I think D'Lo is somehow going to work out, and I see um, Clay coming back, coming back in January or February, so I have uh, Golden State two. Three, I have Denver, strong squad that'll have a great record. I just don't think they'll be able to beat either of those teams in the playoffs. And then four, I am going to go with the Trailblazers. They got better. I don't know how much I like the signing, but they did get better. Um, then I'll start us off with the in the East. Now I already made the assumption Kawhi to LA, so I'll have the Bucks first overall. Um, I think this is the year the Bucks make the NBA Finals. And then it's just okay. Two, I'm going to go with the Celtics. I I don't know why, but I think the Celtics. I think year three for Jason Tatum, year four for Jalen Brown, uh, like some of their big guys. So I have the Celtics two, three. I will go Philly, even though they won't make the NBA Finals. And four, I'm going to go with the Pacers. Yeah. Okay. I don't hate that. Um, so since I assume Kawhi's staying in Toronto, um, I actually, love, I love, I love that you have the Pacers at four. Thank you. Yeah. Pacers, they're, they're always a tough team. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm going to go with actually the Philadelphia 76ers at number one. Um, I, I would argue that they were the best team in the East last year, arguably the best team in the NBA until Embiid got sick in the playoffs. They really gave the Raptors everything they could handle. Um, so I'll go them number one. I'm going to go the Bucks number two because they got their guys back. Or, sorry, I'm going to go the Raptors number two, assuming that they get Kawhi. Then the Bucks three. And then I will round out the top four of the East with... I'll go the Nets number four. Okay. With the addition of Kyrie. Okay, this one, the East is tough. Here's what I like. Here's why I'm really excited now about the NBA. I see two conferences that have five or six legit teams, I could say, 
they might make the conference finals. Yeah, it's gonna so be that it's gonna be so the best year of bas- NBA basketball regular season we've had I, in five or six seasons. But guys, I I agree with you, but it the, completely depends on where Kawhi signs. If Kawhi signs with the Lakers, I think they're oh. a wrap for the West. Yeah, right? but. He's okay. not. He's, that's not happening. I'm telling you, there's to. almost the no signs that that's going to happen. If Kawhi goes anywhere else, that won't be the case. He's obviously not going to the Nets. So hopefully it, he goes to the Clippers or Raptors and just not the fucking Lakers. I would, would if he wants the, so much. I want if he him to goes go to, to the, the Clippers. Clippers yeah. That would be an awesome LA LA battle. Yeah, Clippers would be awesome. Raptors would be awesome. Fuck no with the Lakers. That can't happen. We need yeah. to make that not happen at all costs. We got to get billboards up there. We I think the Lakers need. I mean, obviously, if they had those three, they could pretty much put us out there at the other two slots and probably win it, but I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, my team's in the East. I think he could pretty much make the, the top three interchangeable at this point, but I'll go Raptors, Sixers, Bucks. They're all three very good teams. I don't know how to separate one from the other. Four <coughs> slot, I'm, I'm looking at three teams for the four slot. Let me guess. Boston, uh, Brooklyn, and Indiana. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. You think Orlando has any shot at at sliding into the uh, elite teams not of the top East? Four. No, not yet, not yet. Maybe eventually. Um, I think the Pacers are a little bit further ahead than them, and obviously the the Nets in Boston already have a foundation. I'm, I'll go Boston, but I don't I don't love that. I'm not. That's a very soft Boston pick at number four. So yeah, I, I wanted to see Pacers, but I mean, Boston's proven. So. Yeah. We'll the end of the day, on, it's going to uh, be a, a, a damn good yeah. next season. So, folks, keep on the lookout. Uh, we'll be plugging uh, a lot of NBA content these next few days. Uh, probably a couple articles um, coming out on favorite signings, least favorite signings for those who didn't listen. Uh, so keep, keep in touch with the website uh, for more stuff coming up. But I think it's... I think it's uh, time for 20 questions or 16 questions. Connor, you yeah. to the floor today, baby. You got a person in mind? When did you think yeah. of it? How long have you been thinking I, of it? I, I, Is it new? Is it fresh? When did you I think of it? When did you think of it? I thought about it at the beginning of the episode. The beginning? So yeah. you've had it in your mind for the last hour. Okay. Yeah. Let's get it. Do you have a tally? Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Are you ready to Who go? Who guesses right. first? You got to flip Connor, flip a coin or something. Uh, I'm thinking one of our, one or two. John, give me a number. One. Chad, you're first. Okay. Well, he gets to pick. He gets to pick if he wants to go first or second. You can defer to the second half, or you can you can grab the ball by the horns immediately. I will. I will defer. He defers. Balls in my court. I got all the balls in my court. All right. Connor, let me know when you're ready. I'm good. Is it a male athlete? No. Ooh. Oh, John, that was a terrible idea. That was um, a bad question. You you paired two things together. It's a horrible question. Would have saved us some time though if I did if I did get it. Yeah, would have. I'm a high. That was a high risk, high reward type of question. Sometimes you got to do that at number one. Less risk, less risk involved. Is this person a female? No. So that means it's got to be a male personality. Is this person a male personality? Yes. Nailed it. 
Personality is very vague, but yes. I mean, there's a lot. Of is this person a John? You asked if this person was an athlete. Is that too vague to say? If uh, does that include former athlete or yeah? That... Okay, he didn't play a professional sport ever. Was that okay. your question? No, no. I was no, just, just clarifying. clarifying. Yeah. Okay. Um, does he cover the NBA? No. Wow. So we're through two rounds each. Okay. That's four guesses. Um, I have no clue. Does his, is his main focus with a team sport? Um, yes. Multiple team sports. I'll, I'll qualify. Okay. Chad, it sounds like he's an announcer. Okay. Or a... That was question number five. Yes. Yeah. Does he cover the NFL? He did. He did. Is he... Where are we at now? This is question seven. Um, okay. <clears throat> is he a... TV in-game commentator. Um, he was at one point. <laughs> He's not anymore. Okay. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> I think I have a guess. All right, go ahead. Wait, was he fired? Okay. <laughs> Booger McFarland. That's incorrect. I have a guess. Go ahead. Chris Berman. That is incorrect. Thought I had it there. Where are we at? Um, We are at... This is question 10. Is he over the age of 70? Was he over the age of 70? Is he over the age of 70? No. John, I also want to qualify something. When you say in-game, do you mean, like, play-by-play, or is it just anything involved with... While the, the, game, the game is on, the man is talking. Like, could include, like, during a halftime show, like, that, like analysis, that stuff, or no? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, all right. Then he qualifies. Okay. I can't just believe want to it's not that. Chad, do you think you know? I have two guesses left in three, in three total questions. I, yeah. We same. can't confer with each other, but I'm just seeing where your head's at. I have an idea, but I, I, it could be controversial. Okay. Does, Is, okay. No, no. I have a question. I'm up. Okay. Right? I'm up. Yeah? Yes. Does he or has he ever worked for ESPN? Yes. That was a quick yes. He still does work there. Is he, he alive? No. Oh, my. All right, I got it. I have a guess. Go ahead. Shoot. Stuart Scott. That is correct. Let's that go, John! Stuart Scott. That's a two-week win streak for JC. A little, yeah, RIP to the legend, Stuart Scott. That was Scott. a good question, Chad. Chad just threw me up an alley. Uh, I slam-dunked it. RIP to Stuart I, Scott. One of the best to ever do it, definitely. One of the best to ever do it. He was best known for 
his role as an anchor on Sports Center and miss him dearly. Shout out, shout out the goat. I almost had a dumb guess. I was I was all locked in on Craig Sager, and then I remembered. Uh, I said I asked if he covered football, and you said yes. So that Craig, Craig Sager did cover football at one point in his career. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little, probably the most exciting sporting event going on right now. That's actually no doubt, no doubt. The Women's World Cup. I mean, this has been a very exciting World Cup. If you've been following the Twitter account, I've, I went on an absolute torrid run uh, betting on these women and these these games um, until Germany went ahead and derailed the whole thing, like fucking starting World War II in my brain, just screwing everything up for me. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the United States currently in the semifinals, they're going to face off against England, two very hot teams. Two very good teams. Um, England kind of kind of breezed through this, the quarterfinals, beating Norway 3-0. That was a lock. We knew it from from the get-go. Uh, United States was up on France. Rapino, shout out Rapino. She she's she's my father, dude. I love her. She is Connor's dad. So she my scored dad. twice. Has our last four goals. He has scored every goal for us in the last two games we played. Really putting the team on the back. So we're uh, we're on to the next beat the host country. That was arguably, by the way, the biggest soccer game in women's uh, or women's soccer game in like ever. So yeah, shout out to that. It's very exciting for uh, for that. And then on the other side of the bracket, we got the Netherlands facing off against Sweden. Netherlands pretty much took care of business against Italy, dominated them in the second half, and then uh, yeah, Sweden upset Germany, biggest upset of the tournament without a doubt. Germany went ahead, took us all behind the woodshed. Uh, I know we we all meet Connor and Reedy specifically. Um, we're pretty dinged by that. So Germany really dampened my week. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh man, I don't like. It was- I've never liked Germany or the German people. I'm sorry if anyone gets offended, but after that game, I really don't like them. I don't like their language. I guess they have cool like dude. beer fests over there, Bo- but like, Bundes- come on, dude. Bundesliga is fucking dead. I was so excited. They scored the first goal pretty it's, quick. Yeah, Bundesliga is dead. Guten Tag, dude. That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, right, that was. Let's get that a little was a preview for, for this. Me. I was yeah. I was a little eight zero and one going in, and I was a heat check for me. So, yeah. what are you gonna do? Well, let's get a little uh, preview of the uh, the women's game tomorrow taking on England. I want to first call out Pierce Morgan, that little weasel, calling out Megan Rapino on Twitter. That guy sucks. We're going we're gonna to take a shat all over the English side tomorrow. I'm gassed up. I'm going to be watching the game. Wait, what did he say to her? He, uh, he tweeted that picture of her where she was like, she had her arms out wide. Yeah. She said, Miss Rapino sure loves herself. It's not going to be that way when like our lionesses take down the U.S. or something like that. Some bullshit. He's oh. he's irrelevant. But uh, I got the U.S. women's team winning. I'm gonna go three to two. Potential wow. high, high scoring affair. Potential extra time. I'm not sure. So Connor, are you gonna slam that first half one goal over with me? Are we slamming yes. that tomorrow? Yes. I'm also gonna hit the over, which will hopefully be three. But I'm not Folks, sure what if it you is. want to make money, you're going to slam that first half over tomorrow. If you want to actually make money, you might want to fade it. But it's, there's no way it loses. I'm guaranteeing you at yeah. least at least a push. At least a push. One goal, that's nothing. 
I'll take speaking, that. Up. Speaking of soccer betting, I want to shout out the the U.S. men's team is terrible. I take over two goals, and you're only going to score one goal against Curacao. Terrible. I can't. I I couldn't believe that. But a win's a win, so we'll take it. Um, John, I'm seeing what the uh, the over is right now. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, I just went to go, I went on a recon mission. I was trying to get a Capri Sun real quick between uh, between takes and Chad's just silent. So, no John, Capri Sun for John. It, it's a uh, over two and a half for the game. I'm absolutely going to be in on that action. Okay. Um, but you think they're winning, John? Are you a little nervous? Are you more confident no, than France? I, I, uh, I, I think I am more confident than, than against France. England's very good. They're a very good team, but France, the host country, that was a big stage for the United States to come out on top there. I really think they should have won 3-1 at least. They called a late offsides on us. I don't know where it was. It was a phantom offsides. Should have been 3-1 in my eyes. So I and England's good. But I, I think that we'll we'll beat We're them better. in regulation. I yeah, I think we'll beat them in regulation. Um probably two to one is my guess. Yeah, two to one. It's gonna be. It's gonna. I think it's gonna be very similar. Honestly, I think we're gonna be up. Actually, you know, I'll say we'll score first. England will get one before the half, and then USA scores one late. That's what I'm thinking, but not too late. Not not panic mode late. Like 65th, 66th minute. Yeah, well, I I'm locked in on the U.S. money line, the U.S. over two and a half as we speak. Oh boy, take that to the bank. So I'm excited. Um, um other than that, you want to just. There was a couple big NHL signings, and then I want to say that's real all we got quick, left, really. No, I want to say real quick. Wait, we got a special guest coming though. Just hang on. He's in. The, he's in. The, he's on the on deck circle. But real quick, Netherlands. I like a lot to beat Sweden. I think Netherlands could could contend with uh, the USA England winner. Hopefully, US for the title though. Netherlands is a very good soccer team. Just want to touch on that real quick. I'll be slamming them. Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, Netherlanda. Um, yeah. What about All Star Game and the MLB All Star Game? You know, That's just true. as soon as something exciting starts happening for the MLB, the NBA has got to wreck it with free agency. Like <laughs> everyone forgot, it's it's next weekend. Dude, I'm I don't know. It's kind of the fact that Bogarts and Glaber Torres didn't make it are absolute jokes. Um, but it is what it is. I'm excited with some of these guys in the home run derby. Yelich, Pete Alonso the league leaders in home runs. It's a good way to start it off. Josh Bell is in it. Vlad Jr. is in it. This will be, be a fun derby, and I guess Gary Sanchez is potentially um, going to participate. Still no news on that yet. And then uh, I guess the MLB has asked uh, Mike Trout every year if he wants to be in it, and he said no. Oh. Uh. He hates it. He doesn't want to mess up his swing. That's a business decision. He knows how good he is. He doesn't need to be out there. I love that. Yeah. Hand the, hand the ball back to the ref. I don't need that. <laughs> Who do you think wins the home run derby, Chad? I know you're fired up about it. Um, I'm, I'm going to go uh, Josh Bell. Wow. Does Pete Alonso have any shot? Pete does. I, I, the, the thing I'm most confident about is I don't see Yelich winning it. I don't know. Yelich has got too much of a line drive swing, I feel like. Yeah. Just pound Josh Josh Bell. Pound him. Dude, I honestly think I, I, I'm betting on Pete Alonzo. What's his odds at? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I, I think Pete Alonzo is going to win it. 
I, I all, could see Bell winning it as well, though. All-Star game this weekend or next? It's this next. weekend. Or it is? It's this weekend. Yes, it's this weekend. That's exciting. Fantasy team needs a much-needed breather. Um, yeah. um, I, I saw, uh, I don't know, who do you think is going to win the game? I'm going to go National League. I think they're filthy. National League, 7-5. to five. That's all I'll say. I got nothing. I don't want to look at it. I know Ryu's starting over Scherzer, which I, I understand. I get it. But Scherzer's so elite right now, it's it's disgusting. He's not even on this planet his last several starts. So, But, yeah, I see the NL winning. Give me the, a- give me the AL 8-3. I don't like you, the NL. You, you want to bet on it? <laughs> <laughs> not, not an all-star game, no. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, – um, I like – I honestly like the AL as well. I don't know. I think they have too many good players over there right now. Um, All right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little uh, little NHL free agency with our special guest. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Another moment we've all been waiting for. Um, special guest in the day. It's a guy, you know, not many people know. He kind of keeps to himself. Uh uh, resident hockey guy. The reason that he is hopping on the show here last minute, he was so gracious um, after we had some audio malfunctions with Sam Reedy, our uh, seventh round media NHL correspondent. He had some audio issues that were uh, kind of realized in post production. So we had to make a quick change here. Um, but I'm happy to have who we have on the show. His name is Doug Woods. Um, he's only met a few guys, you know, the wankers back home. They'll know who, who, uh, who Doug is. Really high-character guy, high-motor guy. Um, Doug, welcome to the show. We're happy to have you talk a little uh, NHL free agency. Oh, well, John, you know, thank you very much. Uh, happy to be here. Um, let's, uh, let's get started. You got anything for me you could think of right away? You know, Doug, I do. Um, I was wondering, you know, did you have any big impressions? You know, obviously... Uh, a lot of action already happened. Top free agents already signed with some teams. What are your biggest moves? What do you think? Um, how do you feel about some of the signings so far? You know, that's a good question. Um, thanks, John, for asking it. I would say, obviously, Panarin was the big fish. Uh, and he signed with the Rangers out there in New York. You know, they it's a big signing. They don't have much right now. But, you know, he's a guy they can build around, obviously, as they're, uh, they're in their rebuild mode. Another big signing, the Blue Jackets also lost Sergei Bobrovsky. He went to the uh, the Florida Panthers down there in the south. They're not very good. I could see him hating that. Uh, you know, that's that's uh, it's right on pinpoint analysis. I can tell you're an NHL expert, Doug, uh, just from your responses there. Anything else uh, kind of stands out? I personally like the, uh, the Dallas Stars acquiring both Joe Pavelski and uh, Corey Perry, Corey Perry specifically, that's an under-the-radar, low-risk, you know, potential reward-type signing, $1.5 million, that's nothing. Um, I think the Stars came out as big big winners here. What do you think about that? You know, and I'd have to say a, a team like the, the New York Islanders as well, John, you know, I think about it, they were tanning Anders Lee. Obviously, they didn't get Panarin. Um, but they're going to be all right. They, they got... Bar- Varlamalov, you know, the, the, the Russian from the Avalanche, Varlamalov, to replace Robin Lehner. He went to the Blackhawks. But, you know, I think they're going to be okay. Um, obviously, earlier this offseason, um, they had a long-term contract signed for um, – I'm going to prove I'm a hockey expert here. So the, the Islanders are going to be okay. 
at the end of the day. We're not worried about it at all. Um, they're going to be fine. And I really like, uh, you know, the Predators. Some will say they overpaid. I know Sam Reedy said they overpaid. Duchesne's a good a good pickup after losing uh, Subban. Just get the fans kind of fired up. You can tell I'm an NHL expert here throwing stats out. Um, thank you. Thanks again for having me on the show. You know, I'm happy to talk some hockey. Doug, I, I, again, you know, Doug, excellent analysis, pinpoint. You knew everything you were talking about there. We're, we're, we're happy to have you on board here today. Um, what do you think about the Sabres? You know, a lot the, the local team for both J- myself and Chad, uh, a lot of our listeners are Sabres fans. You know, have, have they made any noise, really? Did you expect more out of them? You know, they traded for Vessi. Uh, from the Rangers, they got him back. He he actually was, uh, I believe, involved with the Sabers, and he declined a contract a few years ago. So you know he's got to be thrilled to be going back. It's the kind of guy you want in the locker room. Uh, Colin Miller, they got from Vegas here, just another huge splash acquisition. Um, realistically, though, no, they needed some depth. They got a couple of depth guys. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, I saw a tweet. I, I did Doug Woods reporting from a secondhand type of a deal here. We saw a tweet. We thought they might shake up the market with a uh, an offer sheet to a Sebastian Ajo, but they didn't. However, the Canadians did. Nice little segue. That's one of my strengths there. Canadians offer sheet to uh, Sebastian Ajo from the Hurricanes. Kind of caught the world by storm. You know, everyone was started freaking out a little bit. Um, but the Hurricanes, they plan on uh, matching that offer sheet. They're going to get him. It's going to be a five-year deal. Uh, probably not what the Hurricanes wanted. They wanted seven or eight years, but that's going to be uh, – that's fine. Um, they're going to get their guy. There's a lot of bonuses loaded in that first year of the contract. The Canadians, uh, the Canadians offered him. Um, but they plan on matching it. Their Twitter account, hilarious little uh, little poll they tweeted, a little jab at the Canadians. Um they said, well, we matched that offer sheet. The the two options were yes or we, <laughs> which is Canadian, the French Canadians up there for yes. So they plan on matching that, you know. Nothing crazy. Um, just, you know, just a little drama. Try, try to match that NBA drama. It's impossible. You know what, Doug? God damn it. The, uh, the analysis is fantastic. You know, where have you been all our lives? It's just like you live and breathe. NHL free agency. I mean, there's not much more I can say about that. Um, is there anything you know that, that you think could happen? Um, you know, anything, any any final impressions you wanted to give on some of the, the moves that have already occurred? Um, just kind of pick your brain a little bit. Obviously, you've touched on the big ones. But is there anything else flying under the radar that you kind of love? You know, and John, thanks for asking this question. I would say, you know, I've touched on a lot. I've kind of expunged all my knowledge. Phil Kessel under the radar got traded to the Coyotes. You know, what will that do? I'm not sure. Um, I'll probably let the Penguins, you know, they'll they'll get some guys step up. Uh, Gensel's a guy we're looking at. I know Chad's fired up about him, Reedy as well. He's, he's going to take on a bigger role. Shoulder a bigger little bit of a load. Penguins are a good team. Um, and I know you have some choice words for Matt Murray. Um, you can have the floor, John. 
Thank you, Doug. Matt Murray, terrible in shell. I swear to God, if I get the Penguins, I'm like, son of a bitch. I got to use Matt Murray in goal. We're going to give a four or five here. Um, unrelated, doesn't matter, but that's a good segue. Uh, Doug, you look like you're exhausted. You're out of, you're out of, uh, you've lost it. You've lost some, some of the zing. Um, you're exhausted. You look like you ran an eight mile marathon. You know what? Damn it. I did. And I did it for the show. Thank you for, uh, thank you again, John, for having me. The seventh rounders as a whole, it's a great unit there. Um, and I just wanted a real quick shout out since we're doing this a day after the initial taping, the U S uh, women's national team with a two, one victory over England. Um, John, I saw you stayed hot. I followed the, uh, the seventh round media account on Twitter. Saw your, uh, U S, uh, or sorry, your, your FIFA world cup women's picks for today. You went three and oh, you know, how does it feel to just be so decently good at something as it is to bet on the women's uh, world cup? You know, it feels good. Um, we got two games left. Hopefully they, uh, they continue to live up to the, the expectations that are now so high. I'm 11, two and one betting on this world cup. It's been, it's been lucrative. It's been nice. Um, not mad about it. So USA today, they'll be in the title game. They're going to face either the Netherlands or Sweden. Personally, I think it'll be the Netherlands in regulation. I would go ahead and lock that in as well as the over one first half. Just saying it's my favorite bet. It's never lost for me. I'll knock on some wood. But it'll hit again tomorrow. Um, Doug, is there a play that you like? USA in the championship, baby. Book it. And you heard it here first from Doug. All right. For me, for Doug, uh, we're going to send us off here into the sunset. Everyone have an excellent 4th of July. If you're listening to this after the 4th of July, I hope you had an excellent 4th of July. Um, not to tie you in a knot right there, but I kind of just did mentally. Um, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Keep up the passion that I know you guys have out there. Uh, thank you and good night or good morning. Thank you for listening. Production by AJ Bradbury.